Hey everyone, before this episode starts, I have a little bit of an announcement. You're in my hard drive, that pop song briefly shown in episode 5, is now available on Spotify and Apple Music. If you're interested, both of those links will be in the episode description, so go ahead and check them out. Alright, with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Hello and welcome to Dungeons and Don't Worry About It, Skywaves, a D&D podcast set in the vacuum of deep space. My name is Zane Accord. I will be your not-so-humble dungeon master for this journey. Joining me around the table, as will hopefully always join me, is... Hey, it's James. You can find me on the internet as Arcaney Jamie, where I do lots of fun Minecraft stuff. I also play Doc. I'm Arthur. I do not exist on the internet except for here. And I am playing Mark. Hey, I'm Mason. I play X. Uh, you can find me on Snapchat with Mace or Mace Armani and TikTok. Fantastic. Now, before we jump into that little preamble I do about where we left off, I did have something that I wanted to bring up and point out. Because... At this point in recording, we've been editing some of the previous episodes, and I realized there was something that I was kind of vague and unclear about in an unhelpful way. So in a couple of the previous episodes, there's been some discussion about whether or not our boys can take their big ship, the ICS Hammerhead, to some of the locations they want to go to. And I said, no, because I'm the DM. Well, yes, but also... Um, in the, my initial lore paragraph, I mentioned, and I totally forgot in all these other situations, that in this universe, big ships cannot do warp jumps, which is our version of hyperspace travel. So in order for the uh, the players to get to the various locations, they need to do warp jumps, so they have to use the smaller ships. So it's not just me being hand-wavy DME. There's actually a lore reason why they can't, um, and I totally forgot in, like, the other episodes were at batters. So there it is now. It's in episode three. But I didn't say exactly right. why, so I just kind of brushed past it. So now it's... No, you, sa- you said that big big ones can't jump and the little ones can. Yes, but I didn't say it when you guys asked if you could, so I wanted to make sure it was clear. Okay. That's yes. Right. It's called housekeeping. Without further ado, let's talk about where we've been. When last we left off, our three heroes had arrived at an abandoned mining facility on an asteroid. They saw around them a number of high-level security drones patrolling the vicinity. They Were arrived- they drones or droids? 
droids, drones, it's it's on their stat block. It says drones, but they're some kind of robot. I feel like drones is flying, droids is walking, but that's like a... Yeah, I would, I would have to agree. I would say same. You know what? That's fair. Drones is just satisfying to say as I drone on with lore and histories. Um, <laughs> Zane. Oh my god. Fuck you. Disclaimer uh, Zane told us to laugh at all of his jokes to make the podcast. <laughs> Not- like, I just laughed at how he laughed at the joke. <laughs> Okay, to clarify, I'm not an oh egotist. There's just a number of times, multiple... Are you sure? He's okay. not an egotist. He has confidence issues. In my intro, I did say not so humble, but I was... In a number of times we make jokes, and it's not entirely clear if other people found them funny. Anyways, back to where we've been. Uh, they arrived at this mining facility after receiving a hard drive full of information from a l- woman by the name of Relvia Martinez, a member of the group of re- rebels called the Tadari. That hard drive showed a hollow points of funds where some facility was being funded covertly and a map to said facility. So now, the three of you stand I think behind a rock, staring at a big open hole, a watchtower, and a number of marching robots. Yeah, the art has us behind a rock, nice. so I'm really regretting not putting like a little hatch in the art that says secret passageway to the mine. Because then I could just be like, well, in the official art, <laughs> we can go there. I, I would now, have ixnade that. Well, let me find Krita. Let me open it up real quick. <laughs> Now, now, Zane, where am I, who am I, and what am I doing here? And why? You are Doc... McDockerson. The big, giant, furry Doc blue... Doc McDockerson. The, the big, giant, furry big blue... Doc. Mon- big Doc. The giant, furry blue monster. And you are here because you came here. You're here okay. because you exist, Doc. Okay. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> So, so Big Blue Doc is here, and if I'm not mistaken, did did Mark like paint me like a robot or some shit like that? I think he, I tried he to. Have... He wrapped you in tinfoil. I think is what the role decided. <laughs> yes, you yeah. guys went. To, you went to disguise, and I think you rolled like a twelve. And I was like, these are high level robots. So you did like a a good paint job on on X, and then you basically wrapped Doc in tinfoil. So, so okay. So, what's the situation like? Is there? How do you get into the hole? If we like stepped out behind this rock, would we be instantly seen? What What's the no? So okay, there is like a big ridge around because it's kind of yes. This is narration I didn't do last time. It's kind of like in a crater. So you guys are behind a sort of rocky ridge, but it isn't like a clean crater. So there are a number of rocks that you can sneak to. Excuse me? No, no. Amazing. No, we talked about this. Oh, my God. Standing ovation. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to at least put some auto-tune on that or something. (laughs) I imagine auto-tuning a (laughs) burn. Oh, God. That'll be glorious. Um... Any listeners who are really good at uh, like music software, please just auto-tune that burp <laughs> to the me theme. 
And send it to all of us because that'd be great. Yeah, yes. that's gonna be the new intro music. Is just if you if you if you post it, tag the official dungeons and don't worry about it. Social media at ddwai podcast. Um, good plug. So amazing plug. <laughs> yes. I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> there is a sort of ridge around that you guys are standing on, or that you guys are behind, and then there's some rocks in the path, so you have places to hide behind, and the only, the, the largest quantity of light is coming from that watchtower right by the hole, so it has a searchlight beam, but if you stay out of that beam, you will be relatively hidden in the darkness. So this is Is like- it like- Go ahead. Okay. This is like that level in video games where it's like there's like the monster that you absolutely cannot beat, but there's also Mm -hmm. like a bunch of shadows. Maybe. This is like the scarecrow level in Batman Arkham Asylum. I was thinking of Little Nightmares. I think Little Nightmares. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But maybe one. It's. Am I safe to is the light moving, but we can like time it sort of like we did the steam? Yeah, I mean, this one wouldn't be an intelligence check because it's moving slow enough that it's easy a lot like it's easier to predict. Um, But yeah, you could avoid it unless you rolled really low on like a stealth check or something. Now, my knowledge of these droid drone droids, whatever they is. Um, how good their night vision be? Uh, okay, go for, go ahead and roll for me. Um, I'm gonna call this a computer science check. Nice, good. That's my best stat. Let's see if this dice will cooperate. Jackass. <laughs> That's a twelve. Jackass. A twelve. Uh, you know that they're like good at what they do. I know they have eyes. You know they have eyes. They might have night vision, but you know that they are they are designated to be sentinels and guards. So I, I don't know if they do, but it's safe to assume it's pretty decent. It's safe to assume that they can see pretty good. They have them special Mark. eyes. Yeah. Uh, I'm scared. I want to free the, all the mass school like we talked about, but I big light. That's very intimidating. There's a lot of robies down there. Uh, and if they're at least as snarky and much of an asshole as 8-4 is, then I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, I, I don't want to die here, you know what I mean? I think the advantage we have is that there is nothing in the known universe that possesses the level of snark that 8-4 does. Good so point. I think at this point we are immune to psychic damage. <laughs> I am wrapped in tinfoil too that does give me a little bit of confidence what's the plan the plan is don't die <laughs> and I'm going to time an opening and run for the nearest rock and see if I can make it okay I'm uh... so basically there is no plan <laughs> so okay here's here's my question Mark with just you run. running <laughs> he just he just so here's my question are you trying to sneak it or are you just trying to go fast um would I mean I imagine both would require a stealth roll yeah I was uh, one of them would be an acrobatics the other would be stealth I'm gonna say acrobatics then because I have two so I'm gonna cartwheel on over there and see if they like see my cartwheels all right yeah so let's and I'm saying an acrobatics because it's, can you go quick? 
um, yeah, versus stealth being sneaky. If 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 you have problems with that ruling, don't worry about it. Go ahead and roll <laughs> for me an acrobatics check. I'm going to see if this d20 is willing to p- uh, play with me or if it's going to betray me. It's a betrayal. Oh, That's no. a nine total. A nine no. total. Ripping the chain. And it is this p- moment that we enter the stealth skill challenge. Oh, shoot. After that roll, right? We not, are going, not through, before, not we are going to go through a couple of, of rounds of stealth checks. And if you get so many failures, then you will be spotted. Okay. However, one failure does not guarantee that you are spotted. So okay, it's just I, like a, like the there's like the three or four little exclamation marks and like one is filled in now. Yes. Shit. Sorry. Maybe guys. I'm maybe I'm dumb, but we're just sort of going down the ridge. We're trying to get to the lower section of this whole crater. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. There's like a, a mine entrance hole area that you. There, you can see, and without too much trouble, you can see sort of a path of rocks to dart to. They're kind of obvious. Okay, okay. And and that is where the entrance to the whole facility is. The, you could surmise that, yes. And and how many guards are there that we, I can see? Roll for me an intelligence check. Not even perception, just... Can I count the guards? Um, You're right. No, it would be it would be it would be a perception check. Let's okay. make that perception. Well, either way, <laughs> either way is it good? Either way is a seven. Okay. Um. No, no, I'm proficient. So it's a nine. <laughs> yeah. It's still below two. Um, you so can... after this TPK, you owe us new dice, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, we'll see about that. Uh, so I would say that you look out and you know that they're... Here, here, here's what I'll give you. Because I would have given you this for free, but I was going to give you closer to an exact number. It is not like an ungodly amount of robots, but there is still a, like a good few of them. And uh, But I won't tell you whether or not you think you could hold your own in a fight against them. All right, and my last question is... Like this skill challenge did that did that entail that like maybe the spotlight like maybe caught a glimpse of movement and is now on alert or what happened there why well why we i haven't there? i haven't narrated it just yet jesus oh, christ this is gonna be a bitch to edit okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and have doc and x you guys roll your first stealth check of however many it will be, and then I will oh narrate god. how it goes. Oh god, okay. Good going, Mark. I did go, so I guess oh. that was good. You know, oh. it's times like this, I am so glad I have a lucky feat. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a fucking five. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm gonna use a f- I'm gonna use lucky and I'm gonna re-roll. Sounds good to me. I think Can next I skill up I'm also luck? taking lucky. Oh, thank God. I got an 18. That's so much better. Okay, cool. <laughs> Hate to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Roll to five. Roll to five. All right. So is it like you four exclamation job. marks for each of us or four exclamation marks total there, DM? Uh, oh you you will find out. So what did you... you we got a five, an 18, and what did you roll, Mark? Uh, that was... Uh, uh, um, 
nine. A nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, when you say we'll find out, does that mean like you're pretty much certain that we're going to fail this skill challenge? No. <laughs> Just based on like <laughs> that statistics. means I'm going to judge based upon how well you roll to de- decide. That makes sense. If it's worth doing a TPK. So right. Okay. Um, you guys step out from the cluster and. Mark says whatever cool line he said that I've totally forgotten because we got so off topic. And then he drops into a dead sprint and trips on a rock and makes a loud clatter as he rolls down the hill and slams into that rock that he was heading towards. A number of the the droids turn their attention towards you. They aren't happy headed towards you just yet, but they are a little bit more aware. I imagine with how, like, kind of small Mark is, just, like, weight-wise, being, like, a high elf and shit, it's probably less, like, the sound of him hitting the rock and more, like, the small rock slide he accidentally created by dislodging a couple that, like, Mm. tumbled down the hill and shit. You could surmise. Mm. Uh, X drops into a crouch and moves silently like the knight, In fact, moving some of the dislodged rocks that Mark hit back into their original place to lower the suspicion. So the, as you guys crouch behind that rock, the robots that you saw that were looking gradually begin to turn away. And then, (laughs) Doc just walks down the hill with (laughs) no attempt at stealth, just fully walks down the hill. I'm like, and no. stops. Surprisingly, or not surprisingly, sorry, I was going to say they don't notice a whole lot. A couple of them start to look, and you do see two of them break off the pack and start heading up. Their trajectory is not towards you just yet, but it is in your general direction. There are about four more rocks before you are close enough to the entrance. So let's go ahead and roll that next stealth check. And at this point, it will just be all stealth checks. We're not going to do the acrobatics check. But my acrobatics is better by two. Well, that's a shame because you drew attention to yourself. You're a shame. I rolled an 11. Okay. Oh, nice. Good. Thank goodness. That's a 23. 23. 16. 16. Yeah. I imagine so I imagine that X like saw me just walk and he like pulled me aside and slapped my cheek and he was like, pull your shit together. <laughs> like, yeah. So pull it together. As you guys make your way down, you guys quickly crouch and Doc, you realize, oh, I, I, I need to be quiet now. <laughs> but you do notice as you guys hit into that last rock, the the uh the two that were previously watching you have sort of seen that they don't necessarily see anything because they did get close enough and they didn't notice your next arrival. But as you look over, the beam is only about 20 feet off from you. So it's getting closer to you. Should we, like, wait behind this rock for a moment until it passes and then go? Well, so you've noticed that instead of its usual sweeping pattern, it has taken a moment to take a pause in a general area. That had me suspicious, man. It's suspicious activity. So now we approach the next rock. You have three left. Let's go ahead and roll that next stealth check. That's an unnatural 20. Okay. 
You know, it's funny you say that because I rolled a shitty one. <sighs> Ooh. Are you going to use that lucky feat? I just have a feeling that it's going to work out. So, for the sake of adding some toxicity to this, I'm going <laughs> to say drama. Right. Uh, Doc? 10. 10. Okay. Wow. You guys. Hork up and begin quietly sneaking your way to the next, um, the next rock. X, you're lagging behind just a little bit to make sure that your pals make it through. And the back end of your foot gets caught in, in the light beam as it starts to move again. So you make it to the rock, but currently the beam is focused on the rock. It doesn't seem like anybody... It, is making any action, but it did notice suspicious activity, and if you move, you will be spotted under this light beam. Oh, God. <laughs> How long do we have to wait here? Do, do not fail me, Dice. What? How long do you think we have to wait here before that light beam moves off? I don't know. We'll see. Do you have any plans? Are you going to make the next move, or are you just going to sit and wait? Well, if we make the next move, then that light will see us for certain. Certainly. Kind of or it might not. So depends. All right. You guys sit and wait. The minutes tick on. One minute passes. Two minutes pass. Five minutes pass. At around seven minutes, it starts to search the surrounding area. After about 15 minutes, it moves on and resumes its path. You have two more rocks. All right. Let's go next rock. Let's make that next round. That is another unnatural 20. Fantastic. I'm not going to panic. I'm going to calm down. You have, I'm not going to throw this fucking die in the trash. <laughs> it's fine. You have three uses of your lucky feet per day. It's funny you say three, Zane. It's funny you say three. Because guess what the fuck I got? <laughs> That's fantastic. Are you gonna are you gonna keep that or are you gonna re-roll it? I will say that you guys are now if this were like a stealth God, game, sucks. the highlight God, would say sucks. under suspicion. Alright, screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna use a lucky. Alrighty. I have to. Okay. While he's doing that, Doc, what did you roll? Seventeen. Okay. Nice. And when you look at that, I guess the second roll is a charm. I got a 19. 19. Nice. Okay, cool. You guys see that a number of... Oh God, sorry. A, a number of groups of these robot guards are beginning to make patrols closer and closer to your area. Likely they were alerted to some suspicious activity. So you see that and you wait for each of them to be turned and you quickly... Patter, 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 across the rocks. Make it to the second to last rock before the entrance. Relatively unnoticed. Second to last stealth check, guys. Let's go. I, I know I'm not talking much, but it's because my throat is so fucking dry. That's how panicky I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> and there That's, we go. That's a 17, boys. 17. I'm starting to think that this die is weighted, or it just has like two sizes, 16 and 19, because that is the third unnatural 28 rolled in a row Jesus Christ are you cheating <laughs> holy shit I may have to retire this dice for ethical concerns instead of like anger at the low <laughs> roll 
You could trade it with my guy. It loves ones and threes. Yeah, I'll pack it in a box, ship it on over. <laughs> All right, and what did you roll, Doc? Okay, so before you narrate anything, I want to preference, 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 um, preface. preface this by saying, like I said, Doc is nervous. I think that previously, like, Doc is kind of laid back about everything that we've done so far, but I think mm. as he gets closer to maybe meeting some other mass cool uh, mm -hmm. and, and uncovering why this necklace is involved in this matter, um, he's nervous. And with that, I roll? rolled a three. A three. And that's with your dexterity you modifier? Luck, Doc. That, so that is sorry. with everything. <laughs> All right, at this so and what did you roll, Mason? You rolled pretty high. Seventeen. Seventeen. We got some good dex rolls in this group. Um, I will say Indeed. that you guys make it to the last rock in a mad dash. Doc, you kick up a storm as you're trying to move stealthily, but you're getting real nervous, and you kind of stomp your feet a little bit more than you should. You knock a couple lock rocks loose, and you hit the wall, and you or hit the the second or the last rock and you look over and you see one group has broken off is marching straight towards your rock they're scanning they are not constantly looking i will say that you will have a chance to make without being seen but they are aware of suspicious activity and actively investigating x maybe maybe we should just turn back i i, I don't know if this is a good idea why are we even here doc we have gotten here we've gotten this far if you turn away now, you are a certified class A bitch. <laughs> and I will always call you that. Do you understand me, Doc? Should I roll something? <laughs> yes. If roll, if Doc. If you want to roll, you can roll a wisdom, a wisdom or charisma saving throw, your choice, to see if you're intimidated the fuck out by X. And X, if you would like, you may roll an intimidation check. Bad. And would you look at that, a natural 20. <laughs> guys, guys. Intimidation, guys, dog. Guys, y'all aren't going to believe this, but I also rolled a natural 20. <laughs> so, so who's got the higher win versus Ka? I imagine X is very convincing. He is a hardened soldier, and he's got a past that I want to investigate. He His words is ve are very clear but i think it has with my natural 20 the opposite effect it's not a it's not a intimidating get your shit together it's more of a motivational like i i'm guess i'm going to say to x i got this x and i'm going to like i'm also going to uh, get go. some air in my Good. chest I'm going to kind of like reach up as high as i can and grab the tips of doc's ears and kind of like bring his head down to me you can't reach that. I'll jump. Like, he's I'm, probably I'm hunched, hunched to get behind the rock. I'm going to give him some words of encouragement and just take the health action. Okay. I can do that as a bonus action so it won't interrupt my sneaking. And just be like, I know you're nervous, but you got this, man. Like, you're big, you're fluffy. Fluffy things are naturally sneaky. It's just like a fact of life. We've made it this far with just one last dash. We're almost there. You got this. 
I got this. From the help right. action, so he has it. And I'm with roll. that. I'm gonna need everybody's final stealth roll. Doc, roll yours at advantage. Nice. Guys, I should have kept with that old dice. <laughs> I shouldn't have rolled the new one. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> How's this six feel, DM? Oh my, well, let's see what Evan else rolled. X. 15. 15. Doc, with advantage, what did you roll? 13. 13. With that, you guys make a mad dash, crouching low to the ground, trying to move your legs as sneakily as you possibly can, but still, you're nervous, so you're kicking up dust. And Mark, you're so concerned with making sure that Doc makes it in time that you forget about your own stuff. And you nearly slip a couple of times. You make eye contact. You see, they see you. And right at that, you slide like a baseball slide down the hole. And you're expecting to hit the scaffolding that you can clearly see. But you slide past it through the hologram onto a concrete walkway towards a single wrought iron door. Run toward the door? Run towards the door. This door is unlocked. Creepy. Do you guys dash mm -hmm. in? Yeah, yeah, I follow, I follow yeah. Mark. And yeah. just for yeah. flavor, I'm on all fours. All right, so... Mark reaches it first because he's and to the fit through the door too. He's the sneakiest. He pulls the door open. The two of you dash in, and he quickly ducks behind. And Mark, as you slam that door closed, you hear doof, doof, as two laser bursts hit the door. One of them you notice right at the edge, welding it shut. You are temporarily sealed in, and you look at the area around you. You are currently within an office building. An office building that appears to have been untouched for a number of years as a thin layer of dust is along the ground. You see a number of doors along the walls around you. So wait, money is currently disappearing into an unused office building? Perhaps. You are currently in a single hallway. But we've already passed through one illusion projection thing to get in here, right? Yeah. Can I roll some sort of like intelligence check or investigation or something to determine if there's other current ongoing illusions around us? Do you or, holograms? This yes. Isn't, this isn't magic. Yeah, that'll be a computer science check. Where are we? That is a... 23. 23. That was the only illusion or hologram. God, you got me doing it. Um, so you guys find yourself in it's it's like I say office building, but it's it's a hallway and there's a bunch of doors. They could lead to offices, other kinds of rooms. I, you know, I can't say any rooms that I could think of because they're all spoilers for what's behind the doors. Are you guys gonna start looking around? Sure. Yeah, I guess. Because like right. we're here, we're welded in. We need to come up with an escape plan. We might as well look around while we do, so yeah. All right, go ahead and roll for me an investigation check, all of you. I have a question for the DM. <clears throat> yeah. We listened to the hard drive, correct? Or looked at it, and, and it was just yes. this coordinate, correct? 
It was a number of tax documents showcasing that a facility was being funded covertly and the star chart to get here. Got it. That was the main thing you saw with what was rolled on the investigation. And I rolled a nat 20 on that investigation. On I rolled the, a 10. A I got 10? a 15. A 15. All right. Doc will hit you last. Mark, you break off from the group quickly, and you see a door. Uh, it's a closed door, and you can see that it's slightly cracked, like someone, not like physically cracked, but the door is slightly open, like someone closed it in a hurry, and it bounced open. You see next to the uh, next to the door is a little placard that says Gen, as in G E N, M D. Like medical doctor? No, it just says the letters M D in caps. You like op- M as in medical and D as in doctor, though. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm hearing the right letters. Okay, yes. I'm not. I'm saying that you don't know if it is, but yes, those are the right letters. You open the door, and this is a simple room with a desk, with a computer, and a file sitting on the desk. What's the file say? So the file, it's one of those manila folders, and the label on the folder is Persons of Interest. You flip open to the first page. You see a picture of a human woman with long brown wells, and it says next to her, Jada Wells, comma, LT, which you know to stand for lieutenant. There's a stamp over her picture in part of the, um, in part of the file. It says, deceased. Is this, is this going to be like, that one scene in the superhero movie, if I'm not sure we're about allowed to legally say, where he's going through the computer and it's like, so-and-so, deceased, so-and-so, deceased, so-and-so, deceased. Perhaps. Oh, you no. see it says, deceased, put on front lines. You flip over. You see an alien fellow with green skin, bulbous, insectine eyes with two eye stalks in the middle. You recognize this face. And I would say at this point, walking in the room, X, you recognize it as well. This, and you see the name, it says Rintan Clicks, oh. comma, S-G-T. Our old sergeant. Yes. And it says, deceased, staged accident, released worms. <gasps> The plot thickens. You flip flip to the next page, and you see a very familiar face. A tall, thin, elfish man with long hair. And it says, Isaius Jardeth, star CPT. The status? Under supervision. (sighs) Dad. You You flick to the next page, and you see a human man with short, curly, dark hair, glasses, and wearing a lab coat. And actually, could you roll for me a perception check at this? Me? Yes. Because I you're have, looking most. I have flat perception because okay. I'm proficient. That's a six? A six. All right. So that's what you see. And the name, it says Tobias Murdoch, comma, doctor. Didn't and you his, all know a Tobias Murdoch? His status says eliminated. Am I in the room? Huh. That's not deceit. No. Okay. You are distracted, doc. By a door. A, it's not an overtly large door, nor, nor is it an overtly special door. But something draws you to it. Do you 
you do you walk up to the door? Yeah, I I'm feeling Doc is feeling very nervous, but he approaches the door and he's going to jiggle the lock or jiggle the knob. You it opens easily. You open the door to a pristine laboratory or what was once a pristine laboratory. The lab equipment you remember being thrown around is back in its usual place, and there's no none of the broken glass on the ground, but there is a thick layer of dust that covers every surface. This is the first place you remember. My heart is beating out look, of my chest. You look and you see two doors. One of them has a little placard next to it that says, Dr. T. M. And then that is scratched out. And then instead it has written hastily I L. The other is a simple wrought iron door that is locked. I I I hurriedly rip that open. Which one? The one with the placard next to it or the wrought iron one? I will say the placard door is slightly open. Do you rush in there? Yeah. All right. You enter, and a screen pops up in front of you. On that screen appears a human man with short, curly, dark hair, glasses, and a lab coat. And around his neck is a simple necklace with two hands holding three stars. He, uh awkwardly looks at the camera and he says this is uh, Dr. Tobias Murdoch this is field test one and he begins to talk about the results of some experiment that he's doing he says things aren't happening smoothly they're not getting the results that they would like but things will progress flash to the next one this is Dr. Tobias Murdoch field test 16 he begins talking about how things are beginning to go smoothly, but they're encountering a couple of unexpected errors. Subjects are beginning to lose their memory and fall to baser instincts. A couple more flash by. This is Dr. Tobias Murdoch, field test 84. They still can't figure out the memory problem. Transformations are occurring more smoothly, but we're not getting a complete change. It's just every single time something. I mean, I guess it's just that they don't want to change. I don't know. Flash to the next one. This is Dr. Eater Lynch, field test one. And she goes on with much of the same. And at this point, you hear a click as the other door opens. In 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 my space? Like, oh Yes, the, the wrought iron locked door. Uh, I turn around and draw my ancient axe. So the, the laboratory is still empty, but the door to the second door has unlocked. Have we joined Doc at this point? Or are we still like No, you guys are fully engrossed with what's happening. Okay. I approach the door. In fact, it is at this moment 
that we flash back to Doc and X. Just you mean Mark and X? Mark and X, sorry. Man, that necklace on this human guy looks really familiar. I just can't place it. As this it. is happening, uh, X, or as Mark is saying this, X, you spy another slip of paper. This is a scribbled hasty note. And it says, Krimdar, largely peaceful populace, access to Nodium, planted in highly strategic position for a military outpost. Should be easy to suppress. Just a few more, then maybe I'll be the next High General. Krimdar is where our ship is going now, right? Yes. We switch back to Doc. Doc, do you walk up to the door? I approach the door. Still wielding my axe. My ears are back, and I'm even more scared than I was outside. A, a pale green light leaks through the doorway. As you push open the door, you see why. Lined in this room, is tank upon tank, filled with a slightly glowing green fluid. Perhaps it is glowing because of lights. Perhaps it is simply a glowing fluid. You're not sure, and it would take further investigation that you don't have time or the mental acuity for at this current moment. Because you look in each of the tankers, in each of the tankers, in some form of transformation, you see some, the head, perfectly human. Some the arms, some the legs, some are still fully human but have grown and stretched muscles bulging unnaturally their form to twice the standard height as a human. Some everything but the dick. Some, some everything but the dick. Uh, some of them are fully human but covered in a deep blue flir- fur. But all the pieces that you see that are not human The ones that their head is human but their body is changed are these hulking, furry, blue forms. And that is where we're going to end today's episode. No, no, no. You can follow us on all of our social media at DDWAI Podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.